Hi, welcome to another episode of Experiencing Motherhood Single and Black. I am your host, Kim, and I'm so excited that you have decided to tune in and listen. If this is your very first episode, welcome. If you are part of the community here, welcome back. I appreciate each and every one of you. If you have been listening to the podcast and you have not rated it or left a review on Apple Podcasts, please pause this and take a moment to do so. You can also leave a comment if you're listening over on SoundCloud. And if you haven't subscribed, what are you waiting on? Make sure that you go ahead and do that so that you never miss an episode. If you missed out on last week's episode, I got a chance to sit down and chat with Danny about taking control of your life as a single mom. So if you missed out, make sure you go back and catch that one. This is going to be the last episode for 2018. Yes, (laughs) y'all. Oh my gosh, I can't believe that we're almost at the one year mark for experiencing motherhood single and black. I'm so excited. Who knew that I would be here? So this week I am chatting with Bam of Bay Mama Podcast and we are talking about our year challenges we've had, goals we've accomplished, just an overall reflection of 2018. And then we talk about what you can expect from us in 2019. I'm so glad that we took out the time to do this and really talk about our year. I really enjoy chatting with Bam and I hope that As you listen to our conversation, you will enjoy it too, but not only enjoy our conversation, you take the time to reflect on your year as well. I believe that personal reflections are so important. So without further ado, let's get into this episode. And bam, how are you doing? Girl, I'm so happy and so excited to finally be connecting with you okay I'm yes two black mamas out here podcasting doing this thing yes talking about the experience because it is not easy at all so bam I guess we can take a moment to tell everybody you know about our podcast and kind of what our missions are and why we started it you okay with that yes yes I'm down girl I'm down okay I'll go first so I started my podcast because I was simply looking to build community because I had relocated from Mississippi um, to Houston and I originally stayed with some family members and then that didn't work. And so I found myself alone um, in the city with just me and my daughter. And so I started listening to podcasts and I didn't find any black single moms that were still podcasting. Now I came across two Um, But they hadn't done like a podcast episode in like years. And so I Googled and tried to do everything to find these ladies, but I couldn't find them. And so I was like, okay, Kim, this is your opportunity to, you know, connect with single moms around the world. And so that's where that came from. And when I started it, I kind of thought about like, how could I also give back to the moms? Like, I know I'm in this situation and I know I need community. 
but how can I give back? People are always asking me like, how do you do this and how do you do that? So I figured I would share my journey, but at the same time, be able to educate the moms as well, just sharing knowledge. And so that is how I got started. So Bam, how about you? I first just want to say, I really love your niche because it's definitely needed. And I love that you provide so much information for moms because me on the flip side, well, I'll just start with how I got started. So basically I was in a pretty bad relationship. Um, my, my relationship with my daughter's father was kind of out of the way, um, on the way out the door. I was leaving, uh, <laughs> I was leaving a, a pretty bad relationship with my daughter's father and just reflecting on that situation with him, I really kind of realized that I had really lost myself, you know, trying to really play mom, play girlfriend. And well, let's not say play because playing mom, that's, that doesn't even exist. I was being a mom for real, for real, but really kind of playing house with him, knowing that I wasn't happy and I had really lost myself and lost my voice. So in the midst of, you know, reflection, reflecting on that, I thought that it was like, how else can I get my voice back, you know, other than sharing my story. And in the midst of that, I want to be able to provide a platform where other women and mothers can share their stories. And, you know, I really am all about healing through conversation. And Kim, like, you know, I go from Jesus to ratchet real quick. Yes, and I love uh, it. (laughs) But uh, in the midst of it all, it's just really about, you know, staying true to who I am and, you know, allowing other mothers to know that you can be exactly who you are and be a mom. Know, like, really know that it's important to know that you are more than a mother, but it's equally important that, you know, being a, be, being a mother really makes us who we are, but not that's not the only thing about us. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I really work very hard to kind of remove the stigma of single Black motherhood. Specifically, I'm really um, I'm really, really into killing, killing all the negative, but also like, let's come together. Let's be real. Let's talk about the ugly, the good, the bad, and the ugly. That's really, um, all I'm, I'm about and just having a community of women just like you. Yeah. And I'm all about that too, Bam. Like literally changing the narrative because I think so many times people just automatically label us, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I just want them to understand worldwide that we're not, the people that they think we are, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. We are out here working just like everybody else. We're out here making things happen just like everybody else. You know, the single mm-hmm. black motherhood is just simply like a part of our journey right now at this mm-hmm. moment. I don't intend to be a single black mom forever. Like that is not who I am. And exactly. that is not like the purpose. I'm not trying to promote into anybody into single black motherhood, but since right. it, you know, what I'm living right now, then mm-hmm. I felt like we needed to enter this space, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And that's the beauty of the show too. It's like, you know, when I go back and listen to my older episodes, I really hear the evolution of myself within my show, with myself, with my content. Um, but it is just beautiful because you are, it is still, all in all a journey and you know it's kind of cool that the podcast is documenting it for ourselves it really I, is that's exactly what it is yeah but you know bam like you 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 put a lot of your personal things out there and I think I'm gonna do more of that and 
2019 because I said that you know I was going to be sharing my journey but lately I've been bringing a, a lot of other people on and one thing I try to do uh, with bringing other people on is also kind of incorporate my story too into their episodes yes. um, but yes. then it's just kind of different when you're just there alone and you're just talking mm -hmm. to your listeners it really yes. makes a difference I think of like checking in every now and then from time to time so I really like that you do that Thank you. It's really not easy. Let me be clear. <laughs> Definitely not easy, girl. And I, honestly, uh, a, a lot of my solo, that my solo episodes, I actually just started this season. So um, if you kind of saw like seasons one and two, I was very much, um, I think I was more, I was just more about, you know, providing a space for others, even though I, you definitely can still learn and heal through other people's stories but I was not really allowing myself to heal by sharing my own stories it was like kind of like I don't know it was just weird I wasn't doing it for myself but I was doing it for others which is ultimately what I want to do but I need to do it for both I kind of had to find that balance so now I still don't have I, don't, I still don't feel like I have a balance I still feel like it's kind of like uh, what's going on I don't know I'm not exactly sure but it's it's important to me this season has been very much an open book, very much like journal entry episodes. Yeah, I, I air yeah. my own, I air my own self out all the time. <laughs> but I need <laughs> it. I definitely it. need it. And I think I do yeah. that. Like we have uh, single mom chats every Thursday night, and I feel like I kind of do that on there. Like I always start out talking about you know what I've been going through that week, and it kind of allows me to open up. But again, yeah. yeah, I should definitely do that for the podcast. But Bam, you mentioned something about balance. And I just want to say that I don't believe that there's like a perfect balance. Like when I think about balance and I know this is probably off topic of what we were trying to do, but I just want to talk about this because a lot of moms, you know, they talk about balance and this and that. And so when I think about balance, I think of a scale, right. And it having mm -hmm. like an equal distribution of weight. So you got, you know, 50% of this here on one side and 50% on the other side. And I don't ever think that we'll have that. I think no, that sometimes, you know, your kid is going to get more of your time. Your job is going to get more of your time. The podcast may get more of your time. You know, there's always going to be something that takes more of your time than something else. So for, sure. for those of you out there who are listening and you think like, you know, you're going to find that perfect balance listen I just stopped by to tell y'all that it doesn't exist okay yeah like, no that's not, being real it does not exist that's keeping it 100 for real because I think that having a podcast has really taught me that balance does not exist and that doesn't mean that's not necessarily a bad thing it's just that I think between you know my motherhood journey and having a podcast I've just kind of seen like girl, you are not being realistic. Like, stop yes, working so better. hard to know, like, what, what is the end goal, really? Like, okay, you're putting yourself in overdrive, but at the end of the day, one thing is going to get more attention than the other at some point. So, you know, just kind of, that's just one of the things I learned this year is to really be patient with myself because I haven't had that. <laughs> yeah, I have not had that. Too. And it's a process, you know, it doesn't happen overnight, but you just have to learn to be patient with yourself. And eventually, you know, you'll work it out. And I think um, one thing that helps too is learning how to master your time. You know, when you look yeah. at all the things that you got to do and that you want to do, I mean, you're able to, you know, block your time off. I think 
that actually helps a whole lot. Like those little conversations with your friends that you could be doing something else. You know, yeah. I have conversations with my friend in the car on the way to work. If I'm not in the car, I'm really not talking much. <laughs> unless it's yeah, something important or like, I just like need to vent really quickly. But I don't really talk that much when I'm at home. It has to be in the car. That's definitely the best time to chat, girl. I'm I'm, I'm learning that. I'm learning that. And that may not be the best I like thing. I like to chat. You know, talking and driving, but <laughs> like listen, we got Bluetooth. It's fine. Yeah. We we got Bluetooth, girl. It's it's just yeah. fine. But no, I I, I have not uh, learned the. I have not mastered the art of time management. So that's something that I actually you inspire me a lot because I'm just like, damn, how's she doing it all? Like, I you oh yes, girl, girl I, teach me your ways, sensei. Teach me your ways. Yes. Um, <laughs> one thing I can tell you that if you like figure out what you're doing every day and start scheduling that stuff on a calendar. Like I like mm-hmm. to use my um google calendar and i sync it with my iCal and so i'll get notifications for example um i should be leaving the house at seven o'clock so at i think 6 30 it'll pop up and say you know leave the house at seven so i get that and that's holding you accountable huh I said, and that's holding you accountable like yeah nobody else is holding me it's like it literally you know, you always have your phone versus like writing down your schedule and the planner and all that. Like, that's cool. But, you know, if you have like an Apple Watch or a Fitbit or, you know, you're just that person that always have your phone on, like sync that calendar, schedule it out and, um, you know, edit as necessary. Like, that's one of the ways that it can help you, you know, um, manage your time. Yes, we're going to revisit time management off the mic. Yeah, uh, we got some things yeah. to talk about. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, let's get into our end of year reflection, ma'am. So, y'all, we thought about this, and we have been trying to figure out for a minute, like, what we are we gonna actually talk about? And uh, we thought that this would be the best thing to do, so you guys could kind of see what our year was like and what we plan to do in the future. So, yeah. Bam, um, what is the most important goal you achieved this year? Whether it's your podcast in general. Um, and then you can speak to both if you want yeah. to. Oh my goodness. What was the most, wait, what, what was the most, what'd you say? What was the most important goal that you achieved this year? Um, and you could talk about the podcast or in general, or you can talk about both. Wow. That's tough. Okay. My most important goal. I definitely cannot pinpoint one. Um, I've definitely accomplished a, a lot of things personally and you know podcast wise um as far as the show I would say it's been my hitting my one-year mark in September was monumental for me because I am not someone that can has has committed to anything other than motherhood and that's honestly because I had to you know what I mean like I've always been <laughs> I've always been like a free spirit and so I'm I'm just a woman that has always fly, like what what is it saying she flies by the fly seat of her pants like pants. that's mm-hmm. that's me and so until for one obviously until I became a mom I kind of had to do it so with this podcast it's like I'm amazed that I'm committed to something and that I fell in love with something that I wasn't forced to do. And I fell in love with something that I I didn't go after for the money or anything like that. Cause uh, like my, my listeners know, I ain't getting no money from this. Okay. I just love y'all. And I just love what I'm doing and I'm very passionate about it. 
it's at like the I end of the my, day. <laughs> I told my single black motherhood tribe, I said, listen, we put this information out here for free for you, but we have to pay for it. There are uh, oh my that god, if that ain't the month, truth, okay. I have I have spent dollar after dollar after dollar, but it's never money that I regret. You know, it's always exactly. like I felt good. I felt good spending this money. Now, Lord knows that I am open to receiving a coin. <laughs> or you know just from having my show I would love to make some some type of income whenever that time comes but um I'm definitely not in it for that so um and then I guess that's kind of like podcast and personally just like I, I I can't believe that commitment exists within me you know what I mean um because I'm I'm just such a I I have a love for a lot of things but I've never kind of stuck it out with one thing specifically I've always dabbled in a lot of my interests but this is like number one for me Bay Mama podcast is like number one for me and I have a lot of goals that you know I really want to uh I I really want to reach in next year much much bigger than the podcast the podcast is just the foundation that's good bam so commitment has been your biggest or most important goal that you've achieved this year that's so good um i want to just piggyback off that i didn't think that i would commit to the podcast even then i realized like shortly after i started that it was something that was bigger than me and that it was actually necessary and so i was just like i have to do this and days when i didn't want to record or i didn't want to edit the podcast i would get a mom saying like hey like this episode really helped me or hey like I just got out of a marriage um and I'm a new single mom or you know the pregnancy series and this girl said she's had three abortions and you know like you know just stuff like that I mean these moms literally trust me with their most sensitive you know information like how you know and it's because like we're out here doing the work you know what I'm yeah. saying? And it's just about sharing and opening up. And it's like, if you never tell your story, people will never know, you know? Never, never. And so just in the midst of this, I have to I have to just stop and say thank you to anyone that has supported Bay Mama Podcast in any way, shape, or form, especially the women that, you know, have shared their most sacred secrets on my show. Yes, and I can't say thank you enough. Like, I'm always literally, y'all probably get tired of me saying thank you, but no, like, seriously, like, I appreciate that. Like, there are no words that can describe the feelings that I have, especially sometimes on some of my worst days. Like, I Mm, Like, wow, you know, sometimes I, I remember one time I shed a tear. I was like, oh my gosh, like, I didn't cry hella times, okay. And I'm not even like that much of an emotional person, but I'm just like, you know, it's real, girl. That's how you know it's real. And Kim, thank you because you have supported me and we never even met in real life, y'all. I uh, know, like, yeah, y'all. We have never met. We literally met via Instagram. And that's why I talk about, you know, y'all use this social media to your advantage there are people out mm-hmm. here that want to connect and they are looking for other moms and it's just up to that you that are very genuine make that connection yes for sure be careful but there are yeah real be careful because people out here. you know everybody is not authentic and even though they say especially those ones that say oh i'm authentic and i want to be transparent with y'all if they always saying that 
then you better pay close attention. Just be careful. <laughs> but anyways, um, the most important goal for me this year with the podcast uh, was probably um, a goal that I had written was to just simply connect with moms and so yeah. that is probably my biggest goal that I had written down and I was able to um, connect with some of my listeners in Atlanta I went down for Summit 21 back in June and so I was able to connect with them there but then also um, shout out to the moms who came to like the couple meetups that I've had um, just to you know meet me and everything and so I appreciate you guys you know who yeah. you are and as far as in general, I don't know, y'all. I'm going to have to think about this one because I don't know, like, what I would say would be the most important. So I'm just, as I think about what I had written down, like, you know, I had career goals and I, you know, I accomplished that, like, for a while. May, so maybe I'm going to say that that was maybe one of the most important, but I still don't think that that should take the spot. But we're going to let it slide. Because I, I've been yeah. wanting to work in a hospital um, since I came to Houston. Like, when I left Mississippi, I told my HR manager, I said, um, I'm going to work in the hospital. And I thought that I would get a job when I got here, but it took me three months to get a job, and I ended up back in HR again. And so it wasn't mm. until, like, the following year that I was able to work for a private practice. Um, but then you know, the next year I got to work for a business company for a hospital. And finally in year three, I'm at a hospital. So it's taking me this long to get here. Listen, God's plan, it be set up. It's already lined up for you, sis. God's plan be like, look, this is how it's going to go. And you (laughs) you did it. You did it. And it's nothing like, it's really nothing like writing down goals and actually achieving them. Like, I know that sounds so cheesy, but it's so for real. Like when I look at, you know, what I wrote down for, what I my expectations of myself and for my brand for 2018 and the fact that I've been able to check off like almost all of them I'm like girl who are you yeah shout out to you that's such a good feeling (laughs) yeah so those will be like the ones I would say would be like most important or like my biggest goals um but as far as something that I didn't have written down and bam we were talking about this off the podcast I got my first sponsored ad yeah, I haven't even so made a year yet. Big. And so that I was so damn that I didn't think I had enough listeners. So shout out to you guys that leave the reviews. You know, you share yes. with your mom friends or your family. Just anybody you think is helpful, you share on your Insta stories. And shout out to Melanie. I don't know if you're gonna be listening to this, but you left like a video on your Insta story talking wow. about single black motherhood movement. And I appreciate you. So if you're listening, thank you again. I know I've said thank you like a million times, but thank you again. <laughs> like I Shout appreciate out to you, Melanie that. Girl. Like that takes yeah. a lot, you know, for people to to actually leave a video about the impact. Um, because a lot yeah. of times they do it for celebrities and they do it for people with like you know tons and they have nowhere near reaching them Mm -hmm. yeah and so for me to be like um I don't know I don't want to call myself an influencer but just to be on such a small level like that just means so much to me so again I I just can't say thank y'all enough like I just can't yeah so next, Bam, um, any skills that you reco- you acquired this year? And I'm I'm thinking about this, but I didn't know anything hmm. about podcasting to be honest. So 
that is a skill that you want to talk about like i've acquired that you know like i literally launched in january and we're in november and i'm still going and i'm not the best at editing so that may be something that i need to work on in 2019 but i am doing it and (laughs) i taught myself through google and youtube so y'all i always preach about uh, being resourceful so listen do your research okay like you can literally do anything that you want to do if you can resourcing yes anything that you want to acquire it is all on the internet and i tell listen i tell (laughs) my listeners all the time i'm like I am an attendee of YouTube University, and I have um, graduated from YouTube University. I have gotten my degree uh, in podcasting, in editing, in graphics, which are still very much uh, premature. So, you know, it's just like everything, everything I learned through literally the internet, especially YouTube. Like, I, I would be nothing without YouTube without YouTube because I had reached out to a few people um in in my you know research stages just trying to get some insight from people that were already doing it and it was kind of like they didn't want to share and I was like what the hell like what is the problem why are y'all being all secretive about I mean why are you holding back on free information but we're living now where everybody wants to sell everything exactly it's all about a dollar like what 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 are y'all in the podcast secret service like I just couldn't understand like what was the big deal but I'm like okay you know what I am smart enough to type something in the search engine and figure it out myself so I definitely will say I and I'm specifically the editing piece has been like I've been a little bit lazy with it like I could really get crazy like and I know that like in a good way like as far as editing is concerned and I really plan to incorporate that big time in 2019 but um is really not easy at all and it's It's become kind of like second yeah it's become kind of like second nature and I've been able to like figure out how to add little effects and do certain things and I'm just like wow girl like people go to school for this and I'm just over here figuring it out on my own like that that's a big like accomplishment for me is the editing piece awesome so what about like a biggest mistake that you made or a lesson that you've learned this year i'll go first (laughs) yes you go first kim you go first so i know those of you that follow me on instagram you have already saw that my purse got stolen um and i i want to say that that was my biggest mistake and my biggest lesson learned my biggest mistake was leaving the purse in the car and thinking that I was in a safe area listen nowhere is safe okay I just Mm want to say that nowhere is safe and I'm glad that I got this wake-up call um Mm -hmm. we were at a middle school I was literally there to work out for like 30 minutes we got out of the car apparently somebody was listening to me tell my daughter to leave my purse in the car um they broke the window and got the car got the purse and then they used my cards and they literally have everything that it takes to act like they're me so at any given moment like they can still steal my identity they can still do all of that and so i just like 
want to encourage you guys to be careful. Watch your surroundings. Watch what you're saying around your kids outside of the car um, Mm -hmm. in areas that people can hear you. And please, again, don't leave your purse in the car. Make sure you have it with you all the time. And then limit the things that you put in there. That's another thing. Because I had every – it was like my work tote bag. So um, I had everything in there. And then it was a case bay bag. And I know it's not, like, super – expensive like gucci or whatever but i had saved up girl, that bag and so i was limited like, case maker <laughs> i was like if i was like a you know like super materialistic like that really would have done something right. to me you know so i'm just right. thankful that i'm in a different space than i was years ago but at the same time i'm also thankful that you know nothing happened to me and my daughter and they just took my purse and went on about their business so that is it definitely could have been worse it definitely could have been worse. So you just got to be thankful, girl. Yes. Yeah. I, don't, I do not trust anybody at any time. Girl, I lock my car doors when I pump pump my gas at the gas station. Okay. I am like crazy like that. I lock my doors and put things out of eyesight because you just never know. I am always, I'm just so like, ugh, I'm a worry wart a little bit when it comes to certain things, especially being a woman and being, you know, not, being seen all the time kind of alone you know other than with my daughter so like you know when when other people kind of see you like not with a man like even living in my own apartment building I'm like who's looking at me they probably be like she ain't got no man you know like they probably plotting on me it's bad so I'm I'm very much like lock it up get it out of eyesight you got to be careful yes but but for me and I don't know if this is kind of getting too personal but for me I think my biggest mistake was giving my daughter's father kind of more credit than he deserves. So let me just kind of give a backstory really quick on that. The reason why I say that is because I, we, we, people who listen to Bay Mama podcast kind of know the situation with him and I, it's not the best as far as communication. And he lives in Nebraska. I live in Baltimore. So any communication that we have is kind of through FaceTime and only time that happens is when he's calling to speak with her. We finally had a breakthrough conversation this summer. Um, my daughter being three years old and uh, we're, we're finally kind of having that breakthrough conversation. And I felt like I could kind of like, uh, like take a deep breath a little bit and like, Oh, maybe we're moving in the right direction as far as co-parents. But long story short, he ended up, being in town for 10 days to visit my daughter uh, last month. And then when the minute he got back to Nebraska, like I guess he landed, got back home and felt safe. He sent me a text message saying that he had a child on the way that is at this point born now. So it was just kind of like, well, not, I I, I don't know. I just kind of felt like that just set us back a little bit as far as our communication. I, I just, I don't know. I was very naive about like, oh, we had this, we had this one conversation. Everything's going to be great. Like everything's going to be cookies and bubbles. Not really thinking about it. Like he's a human. I'm a human. We're both going to still kind of make mistakes as as far as this relationship goes. So that was probably my biggest. Just being being naive again, yeah. kind of just with you know and with I the think, co-parenting you know, thing. We all you know are naive at some point, but it's okay. You know, you you live, you learn, and you 
move on and you apply what you've learned going forward so yeah it was it was mostly just like oh I was excited about us having good intentions to be co-parents to our daughter so it was just like that was really the only reason why but yeah um, it it was a learning lesson so you know yeah and if he's like you know um really wanted to be a part of his daughter's life and he'll figure out how to make that happen with the new child you know what I'm saying right so right Right. Only time will tell. Yes, girl. Yes. <laughs> the next thing is like, were there any obstacles or challenges that you overcame? And I'm gonna think about this one. Hmm. Obstacles or challenges? I would say my biggest challenge has been changing my mindset. Oh yeah, um, that's a good one. And I, I was gonna say it probably sounds so basic, but it is for me i am um very stubborn i'm very not no miss know it all but i'm very um protective of myself like i don't i'm i'm very kind of hardened by my my um life experiences so i've always been like a certain kind of way and kind of, not that like I can't even explain it really, but just being protective of myself and especially protective of my child, so I kind of had built this uh kind of armor if you will uh within you know at, uh, not I can't even explain it it's just long story short I have had to change my mindset and I've had to learn to be more vulnerable and um be more patient with myself and be more realistic with myself and just kind of letting myself know like it's okay to have feelings it's okay to be vulnerable that's been really really big for me that's good bam um i think for me it's just getting out of my own way and Mm. just realizing that you know people are gonna support like the right people will support me because i think for a long time like people were telling me you know like i need to do x y and z with single black motherhood and then i was just like you know well they're not really gonna you know do by or support or whatever and what I found is that like there are some people who truly believe in the vision and so I just think that that is like my biggest thing I've learned about like it's just like getting out of my own way like and that might be basic too but it's just no it's not it's really not you know these people are here They're, they're gonna support you like you know um, and I think yeah. a while, you know, we all talk about like trust issues and for a while, you know, I just don't like to trust people like upfront, like, oh, well, they say they're going to do this or do that. And then they don't do it. Like, that's what we're used to. Right. Especially as single moms. But um, just learning to give people the benefit of the doubt until they prove you otherwise. You know, I think that has been something that I, I guess, like a challenge that I, I've had for a while and that yeah, I've found. That's major. Um, and I guess it could be something I've learned about myself too is that I'm like always super hard on myself I'm just trying to find it in and so I don't know my cousin she's always like my biggest cheerleader and saying that you can do this or do do that and she was like anything you say you're gonna do you always do it and in my mind I'm like no I don't because I always say things and I don't always do them all but maybe the things that I actually verbalize to her I do but I don't do. And so it's just, again, going back to being hard on myself and, you know, just learning how to like, just get out of my own way and just do it. You know, yeah, I think for that's sure. one of the biggest issues a lot of people have too, 
um, I read this article about um, execution, basically, and it was saying, I think I shared this on my Insta story, um, is that, you know, the only difference between you and the next person is that you are not executing. You have all these ideas, but you're not, you're not executing. And so yeah. they have the, the idea and they're actually doing it. You know, yep. you're not. It you're is only they're watching them. And so yeah. I've watched so many people, bam, um, like blow up over the last couple of years. We've had access to the same information, the same knowledge. Um, and it's crazy. Like I've literally watched these people work and work and get to where they are today. And it's amazing. You know, their growth mm-hmm. is like so amazing. And I'm just like now, okay, Kim, it's time to get your crap together so that you can do you. Yeah, for sure. And it, it can be kind of discouraging watching others kind of have their glow up moment but it's also like just look at it as inspiring and look at it more in a way of you know they stay committed they stay dedicated to the vision and you know this is the the benefit reaping the rewards Mm -hmm. exactly and that's it straight up Mm -hmm. so anything that you want to share bam that you've learned about other people let me see i'm thinking that one thing is that people are going to be who they are um Mm -hmm. i have this one family member in particular that um you know i've been having conversations about and this is like my thing and i think like i'm gonna eventually go to therapy because like i want an unbiased opinion and maybe we can talk about this here this certain family member i've chosen to like kind of love from a distance if you will um Mm -hmm. i feel like i have a right to protect my energy and my peace and that this person has a lot of like negative energy um and so Mm -hmm. i've given them like time after time and they have not done any better and so i feel like at this point that it's just who they are and they're not gonna change and so you have to accept the person for who they are you know i can't make them change they have to want to change on their own right and so me deciding to you know protect my peace and my energy doesn't make me any less of a person but to them you know I'm being a certain type of way right and so sometimes you know you can be so strong but then when people like kind of like attack you in that way to say like oh you're wrong because you know you're not forgiven or because this person done something you don't want to forgive them no it's not even about forgiveness at this point it's just about accepting them for who they are and moving on and you know uh, this is something I've been struggling with, but it's also something that I'm kind to, you know, trying to kind of work on, if you will. I don't know if that makes sense, but I don't know. We have to do that. I think even like with family, we have to learn to kind of like, di- I don't want to say distance ourselves, but love the people from a distance. Like some yeah. people cannot be in your immediate circle, in your immediate space. Like they will literally take away from your energy. That is my belief. Yes. And I, I'm sticking to no, it until I'm told that's, otherwise. That's why I was like, maybe I need to see a therapist about this and get an unbiased opinion. I mean, for sure. Listen, I'm a, I'm such an advocate for therapy. I probably talk about it every Monday on my show, to be honest. So um, if you feel that way, definitely seek therapy. Um, but, you know, one thing I'll just say about that really quick is pick your therapist like you would pick your GYN, okay? Listen, or your family doctor. But hello. anyway... <laughs> But anyway, I'm all about protecting peace and um, protecting your energy. And that's something that I've learned for sure in the last year, um, because I'm such a people pleaser and 
I hate to admit it, but I am a little bit of an empath, but I've kind of learned that I have to be very, very careful with who I allow in my space, what I allow myself to hear and to see. And um, just like, I mean, on a few episodes I've talked about, even down to like being on social media and having to unfollow certain profiles because Mm, it messes with my psyche, you know, no matter what it, it could be the most random thing. Like there's been times where I've literally had to unfollow like CNN or like, you know, certain things that certain streams of media where it's like, wow, I really can't handle this. I can't see this. It's really affecting me in a not in, in a not so great way. So that's influencers, that's whatever it is that is, you know, kind of straying away from you protecting your peace. Do what you need to do for you. That's definitely a lesson that I've learned to share about people. Yes, that's a good one, Bam. That is so good. How about your biggest memory of the year or your best memory? Um, I think mine so far would have to be Summit 21. Like I was literally amazed that I had to keep pinching, like keep pinching myself. Like I'm literally in the same room with my leak. I'm literally hearing Sarah Jakes in the same room. Like these boss women, okay? Like I'm literally in the same room. Morgan, like I was just like, yo, I'm here. <laughs> like I am here. So that has been like my biggest moment. Like I had so many takeaways from my league about limitless living and Sarah Jakes about like you didn't sign up for twenty summit twenty one to leave here the way you came. Like I was on ten. Okay. And I literally did uh, like a recap, kinda like what you did, Bam. Um, on summit twenty one of some of the things that I learned. I literally couldn't put it all on one episode but I tried to highlight you know my top lessons and so that has been like my biggest memory but this year next week I'm taking my first international solo trip so (laughs) my biggest memory I don't know yet though but right now it's 21 so we'll we'll see Oh my gosh, that's going to be amazing. First of all, I cannot wait to hear that episode yes. uh, about yes. that trip. That's going to be it's so amazing. It's kind of like major. scary, but exciting at the same time. So Yes. No, what an experience. I'm excited for you, girl. I need to be looking into that, but the way my coins are set up. Yes. Uh, but anyway. Okay, you were there. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, I would say for me, first of all, Sarah Jakes Roberts, of course, I just saw her, but... Um, Aside from that, I would have to say my first event that I had um, in June, back in June, it was it was in Philly. It was, you know, back in my hometown. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to pull a few of the women that I had on my show to just kind of, I was more, I'm, I'm really like not into the whole panel thing because I'm all about inclusivity. Um, and so it was just more of like a, sister circle sharing stories um because that, that's just me all day it's just sharing stories like I said healing through conversation it was really great it was um you know I had vendors there I had henna um I had a henna artist there it was good music good conversation it was tears it was laughs I couldn't believe the turnout you know because once again I was on google like how do you have your own event like literally it was like so crazy and I was able to pull it off in a short amount of time and I had about 
30 women that ended up showing up and I'm just like what that y'all like awesome, me damn like, congrats yeah. all night thank, yeah. you. thank you thank you I'm like y'all like me y'all like my show oh my gosh like I can't believe this I was so thankful I'm still thankful and I'm just like you know and I had my second event which was my um, one year celebration in September I'm just like I can't believe that y'all keep showing up to me you know what I mean so that that was my my big moments yeah and that lets you know it's confirmation that you know you are out here impacting these women bam so continue to keep that up and you. you know uplift these women yeah and I would just say to anybody that's listening you know if it's something that you are doing or you know even if you feel like it's, it's been a complete failure you have to just stay the course you know, try again, pick yourself up and try again, because at some point you will get it right. At some point you will get the recognition that you deserve, because I had been pondering on this podcast idea for almost two years before I finally even bought a mic. And now, you know, I'm in over a little, a little bit over a year and on my third season. And I'm just like, you know, you have to, we, we don't give ourselves enough credit. So just stay the course. Yeah, like we fall, but we don't stay down, baby. We get up and we keep going. Hello? Listen, So, girl. <laughs> so I had um the idea, too, like for a year. And honestly, I didn't even buy a mic after that year. When I started my podcast, if you go back, the first episode is like pure crap, y'all. Like it, I was like moving. You can hear like okay i recorded probably the first 10 or 20 episodes without a mic because i still after 20 episodes didn't believe like i was literally going to continue but i mm-hmm. kept doing it, i kept doing it and i finally brought a mic so i was like now i'm invested because I, <laughs> yes, I brought this mic but yes that just goes to show you you know how even though we might not have had the tools or you know, we just right. had the idea that at some point we were like, okay, we need to execute and we need to buy these mics and we need to do this and do that. And so moms um, that are listening, you, you know, whatever that thing is that you've been wanting to work on, go for it. It's either going to yeah. work or it's not, you know, and if it doesn't, you move on to the next thing and you try that and you keep going yeah. until you figure out what works for you. I honestly, I always tell people, you know, whatever it is that haunts you in your sleep, go get up and take the first step towards that because my podcast was literally haunting me for almost two years I'm like you have this come on sis like get yourself together like you need to put one foot in front of the other and get it moving because we do a disservice to ourselves and you know we're doing a disservice to whatever community or whatever tribe it is that you 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 know you're going after it's like whatever it is that is haunting you just go do it just start somewhere yes now as far as the biggest time waster, Bam, what do you think that has been? I think social media, like, because literally I would be scrolling and don't realize, like, oh, my gosh, 30 minutes passed. Oh, my gosh, I've been on here for an hour just scrolling. Seriously? Like, social media yes. is, like, the biggest time waster. So I found that, you know, just putting my phone out of sight, like, for an hour or two just to get stuff done has, like, helped me. And some people like say that I guess now the new iPhones, if you have an iPhone, they have like a timer where it tracks like how long you've been on social media. I'm not exactly sure how that works. Yeah, it tracks your screen time. And uh, I was just about to post about that this week because on Sunday um, it said that I had three hours of screen time this week. And I was like, 
I don't know if this is good or if this is bad. Like, is it for the whole week of them? That is good for the entire week. But then I'm like, is that good? If you know, I have a platform and I have you know something I'm trying to push. I'm like, am I being lazy or like what? I don't know. (laughs) Like, am I not doing enough? Said like thirty minutes or to an hour a day to like interact with their followers. So I think that's okay. good if you've only been doing that for the whole week and it's only three hours. I don't think that's bad at all. Okay. But that's also, too, because of, you know, some personal stuff that had happened. But I'm going I'm to I'm pay attention this Sunday and see what it says and see, you know, kind of really compare. But, yeah, social media is a time waster. It's, like, use it for, you know, its benefits. It can definitely be... Ugh, it could be trash okay I don't know what else to call it other than <laughs> it could be trash but um it could definitely be beneficial so use it for what is it there for it is called social media like use it for that purpose and um I think you know you'll be just fine but it, it, it is such a you can just go idle and completely just be like how do I how do I even get to where I'm at on like <laughs> how did I get to this page or who is this person I'm even looking at just scrolling through this like Crazy yeah, exactly. Like what? Exactly. I don't even know where I am right now. That person pays, or this person pays. Girl, who child? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Girl, you just be finding yourself being nosy as hell at at a certain point. Like what? Okay, let me move on with my life. <laughs> yes. So, <laughs> anything that you've accomplished in motherhood that you want to share? Uh, I think for me maybe like just developing more patience and being able Mm. to actually like sit down and work with my daughter when it comes down to her schoolwork and even though I know some kindergarten like curriculums have homework but my daughter doesn't and so I make it my business to make sure that she's practicing whatever they're doing at school and then going above and beyond that so for example they have like sight words that they have to know I mean, so my daughter, she really knew the words from the person. Actually, she knows like all it's like she can read them, but she can't necessarily spell them or write them. Well, that's not required mm-hmm. for kindergarten. But I've taken a step to say like, hey, you're going to learn how to spell these words and you're going to write them. Because once you know how to spell them, you should be able to write them because, you know, all your lips. Yes. Um, and just yes, making sure mama. she reads every day. So I think yeah. for me, that has been my biggest accomplishment. And I haven't like been consistent as I would like, but I don't want to beat myself up about it because I know some moms that are not like even doing that. So I just mm-hmm. want to take a moment to pat myself on the back for that because I've literally yeah. been trying. If I haven't done every day, I, I've, I've been trying. Now, some days I'll be like, okay, we're not going to read today. You can watch TV. You know, y'all can judge me later, okay? But, you know, for the most part, like, I'm pretty good about doing that. Yeah. Um, I think for me, it's kind of the same. Um, I... First of all, you lucky your daughter don't have homework because my child is in pre-K three child and we got homework every week. Listen, but anyway, my daughter went to a, a Christian academy and they had homework. And that's where she exactly. That's where she private, at. Um, to public school. I'm sorry, from private school. And so in public school here, I don't know about there. They don't have homework, but some of the schools here do. Um, but it's just this particular one that she's going to. I think for me. It's been, you know, sitting down and making time just to spend with her because I would say just making time to 
spend with my daughter because I think motherhood, you know, you just constantly on the go, constantly on the move, constantly trying to do this and get her ready for bed and pack lunch for the next day and do laundry and make dinner. And, you know, you just constantly moving. It was a point where earlier in the year, I would be like, putting her in front of the TV. Now, this is me being real. I'm not proud about it, but putting her in front of the TV to keep her occupied while I'm trying to be domestic around the house and kind of get everything together the next day. Um, but, you know, I realized that, you know, with learning time management, it's like do do things ahead a couple days ahead or do whatever I need to do to meal prep or whatever it is that's going to help, you know, us through the week so that we can actually spend time together and like you said as far as reading to your daughter I put my little bookshelf up I have one for her I have one with my own stuff every night I'm like go get you a book from your bookshelf girl and we're gonna read and then we're gonna pray and then we're gonna go to bed like so it's kind of nice that like in at the end of the night I have the book kind of incorporated into like you know the bedtime schedule so that is so good um my daughter now like, people always ask me about her vocabulary, um, and it's, like, just me and her, right? So, it's, like, naturally, mm-hmm. she's going to pick up whatever I say. And so, right. she's also, like, very curious. And so, if I'm reading a book, she wants to know what I'm reading. Like, right now, I'm finishing up um, Successful Women Think Differently. And she was like, Mommy, what's the title of that book? And I told her, she was like, well, what does success mean? And so we got into the conversation until so that's how she learns. That's how she learns mm-hmm. words. Like she literally will ask, what's that word? What does it mean? And that increases her vocabulary because she's yeah. curious and she sees me reading. So she wants to know. So right. if you're not reading to your kid, like, listen, make time to do it. Okay. Yeah. And just kind of really talking to them and engaging with them, you know, and and not talking in baby talk that definitely helps advance their language and i like like oh i never did that that's one thing i never did even as a baby like i've always talked to her with words whole words now maybe words were appropriate for her age but i've never used baby talk (laughs) people 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 get so creeped out about my daughter being three and being like literally like yesterday she told my mom she was like Gigi, I am so upset that you won't give me any snacks. Like, she really talks in full sentences, and it's like, uh, how old are you? It's weird. <laughs> like, it's Same creepy, thing with my but... daughter. Oh, my gosh. She, <laughs> yeah, um, she so... literally told my aunt, she was like, my aunt was like, well, what's her in Christmas list, McKinley? She was like, um, you'll see on Christmas. I'm going to give it to Sam, and <laughs> you'll find out then. She was like, All right, then, sis. <laughs> All right, sis. We heard you. Okay. I was like, we'll find out. Damn, I was laughing so hard, like inside, yes. not because I couldn't let it show. There was right, scene. right, girl. These little personalities. <laughs> so something you need to work on with your kid, um, and then if you want to share your feelings overall, um, I think for me, just like still working on being more present. Sometimes I, mm-hmm. I really struggle with that because like you were saying earlier, you know, putting her in front of the TV um, while you're getting stuff done. And for me, it's like on the weekends, I should really carve out time to just sit mm-hmm. for hours, you know, with my daughter. But then it's like, you know, I'm literally trying to schedule like an hour to like, okay, have us time. I mean, I feel like I should do more or maybe I shouldn't have it scheduled like that. Like, I want to know what you guys are doing. 
you know, are you scheduling time to spend with your child or do you typically spend like all day with them? And if you do, how do you get other stuff done? That's something that I'm like, I'm currently struggling with and I really need to work on it because my daughter always tends to compare me with my grandma. My grandma is able to spend a lot of time with her when she goes to Mississippi because my grandma does not work. You know, she's at the house Mm -hmm. all day, all the time, and she'll play whatever games with whatever dolls. And I can't do that. So it's like, I know I'm not competing with my grandma, but at the same time, my daughter expects me to be (laughs) like my grandma. She's applying the pressure like, Ma, what's up? Like, that is literally something that I'm struggling with. And it kind of does something to me every time she says, well, grandma plays with me more, you know, <laughs> something like that. Oh, yes. like, You'll be like, uh-uh, excuse me, girl. I'm working hard for us. Okay. <laughs> no, like, I'm working hard for this roof over top of our head. And these lights is on, okay? No, <laughs> yeah, but uh, I would say for me, I'm still learning patience because, you know, it's not always it looks like I always say it's not always cookies and bubbles being a mother and you know there are days where I get really tired and I get really frustrated because I'm just trying to do everything and um I'm like damn where is your daddy at but like he's nowhere you know he's nowhere near here he doesn't live near here but I do want to still say shout out to my tribe and I'm super thankful for the the people that helped me out with my child but it does get very frustrating you know when it's kind of like well damn I, I do it all um but you know it's it's definitely just something that I think over time it just it gets easier over time yeah it definitely does because I sometimes I feel the same way like I'm like I wish I had one person like one family member that could help me out you know, because I'm here yeah. in Houston, and I moved away from my family. And like I said at the beginning, you know, like, or maybe I didn't. I can't remember if I said this, but, you know, originally yeah, I moved. You said it didn't really work out. Yeah, yeah, and it didn't work out. So it's like now, you know, I don't have anybody. And so if I just had mm-hmm. one. Now, I do have a cousin that lives here, but he works offshore. And most of the times, I don't never know when he's here unless he calls me. And he's a guy. You know how guys are. He's single. So he's always on the go where he goes he out in these streets. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he's not like dependable, like, oh, you know, he can keep my daughter, you know. So I just wish I had like one person at least. Um, back in Mississippi, I used to have my one friend and she would always look like literally I'm so appreciative for her still to this day. But like years ago, whenever she would like come over she would clean up for me. She would keep my daughter. Like, I mean, it was just <laughs> the best thing ever. Yeah. And then I moved um, here and I'm like, Lord, I don't have anybody. And so that's yeah. one thing for 2019. And I said I was going to try, like this year I was working on like building connections, right? Um, and mm-hmm. creating like meaningful relationships. But like in 2019, I really want to start to build my tribe where I am, you know, because mm-hmm. I, I think mm-hmm. it's so hard but I know yeah. that it's possible. And so I'm going to be working on that. I'm speaking that into existence because um, yeah. it's tough, you know. It is. Speak it, girl. Speak it. It's going <laughs> to happen. If you could sum up the year in three words or less, how would you sum it up? A damn roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> let me see. Roller coaster, that's what Bam said. Um, it did have some ups and downs, but I would say challenging, but um how can I put this? 
<laughs> this is like this is a tough one. Yeah. Challenging but rewarding. I'll say that. Yeah. I'll Challenging say that. but rewarding. That's really, really good. I think that's what I meant by I was just paraphrasing when I said the damn roller coaster. That's what I meant. Oh. So Bam, if you could celebrate for something this year that you did or you accomplished, what would it be? But I think you did. Um, I think you talked about the podcast and you literally you celebrated about that. You you did. Yeah, that is still yeah, it's the the answer is the same. It's the commitment to the show. Because I've really shown myself for that. Like I I am not my thoughts. Um, I really learned that. So that's that's super celebratory for me. Oh yes. Talking about those thoughts, I, I made an Insta story post about this yesterday about how you know, like your thoughts become words and your words become action. So it's like yes. so important that you kind of monitor those. Um, but for me, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to say I didn't have any accomplishments that I would want to celebrate, but I'm not huge on like celebrations. You know, like it has to be something really huge. And even like birthdays, I'm like so chill. You know what I'm saying? So. Mm-hmm. No, I don't know, maybe we'll talk about it in January, you know, if I could, like, fast forward a, just a little bit. Mm-hmm. My one year will be in January, and so uh, I want to do a little something to celebrate, you know, because I didn't think I would be here. You um, better. I, yeah, I literally was like, did, <laughs> I told you I didn't want to buy a mic because I didn't think I would be consistent. Um, and at, at the beginning, I think it was a little struggle. Like, I had some podcast episodes scheduled, but after the ones that were scheduled, um, it took me a while to kind of like get the gist of it and how I would develop my topics and all of that. But once I got it, you know, I was like, I'm in here now. <laughs> yeah, girl, um, so so was, like, yeah, I think like, that I would want to celebrate. And sorry, better. it's not 2018, but other than that, I can't really just think of anything this year. Um, that's no, like that's understandable. Celebratory, you know, wise. Yeah. I don't know. So, I mean, ask me again, I, I, y'all. I'll come back to that. Right. Like, holler at me in January. No, I understand that, though, because, I, like I said, I do kind of, for me personally, I am someone that I don't uh, give myself credit, and I, I don't really allow myself to be proud of myself. Now, I'm not saying that's not what your situation is, but I've become more celebratory through my podcast. So. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think talking about it to other moms helped, too you know other single moms that actually get it I think that helps a lot definitely most definitely all right bam so for the last thing do you have any significant plans for your life or the podcast in 2019 like what does 2019 look like for bam oh my gosh the pressure the pressure um (laughs) so for me look here I go flip into my goals child that I wrote out for 2019 already uh oh um, <laughs> yeah that's what I like. for me though um because right now I'm working with a independent publisher um on a, a self-care mama journal so that'll yes! be coming out it, that it. should definitely thanks babe I, it should definitely be out by Christmas so um that's definitely I'm going to still obviously be pushing that in 2019 but other than that 
for 2019, I really plan to start a nonprofit. Like I really want to be able to provide mental health resources and hopefully even services for moms, for single moms specifically, because we go through so much and we don't always have, you know, like you said earlier, an unbiased opinion to kind of help us get through. And um, not only the mental health piece, but also just to be able to provide financial um, kind of like financial assistance for daycare and schooling and things of that nature for children. It's, it's much bigger than that, but I um, am kind of stage of it. But by the end of 2019, the nonprofit will be a thing. Okay. Yes, ma'am. I love that. You should definitely connect with Dr. Envy. Um, she has a single mom resource center in Chicago. And she had you know, it's a nonprofit, think, and she didn't even have a, like a building whenever she started. So you should definitely oh connect with her, girl. Send me the info, okay? <laughs> yes, I will. But that is really good. You? So a nonprofit, and what was the other one, Bam? And just still just pushing my journals. Maybe maybe I might do like a planner for moms. I don't know yet. I I definitely want to build around the journaling and you know getting organized and I might even write a little book I don't know yeah. we'll see I'm, we'll see Girl, we'll test see. it out with an ebook if nothing else yeah for sure it's it's definitely something's gonna be in the works other than the journal awesome so I actually um I actually released a pre-order for a gratitude journal so that's awesome I was so excited yes. um and yes. I know you're working with an independent publisher but this was a DIY and so I did it myself. Yes, girl. I'm literally telling y'all that I, like you, Bam, am a student <laughs> or a graduate. I don't know, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> of you university. Okay. You're going back for your master's. You're going back for your master's. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so um, I do that. But um, for next year, though, for the podcast, I definitely want to have sponsors for the podcast so um, guys I need your help like continue sharing the podcast out with your friends your family anybody that you know of continue leaving those reviews and if you're sharing it with your friends and family encourage them to leave reviews as well that really helps the numbers so I appreciate that in advance and um, I'm definitely hoping to do a tour so I'm hoping to get yes. some of the cities to meet you guys. Um, I really enjoyed my time in Atlanta and just having brunch. You know, just an intimate group um, and being able to talk and connect in person. So that is definitely on my list. So um, be on the lookout yes. for that. And yeah. I think those are, you know, the biggest two goals that I have for the podcast in 2019. Um, and like I said earlier, for myself, I think you know, really trying harder to create a tribe and connect with more local single moms. And yeah, yeah that is about it. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. And I just yes, you're going to start that nonprofit, and we we are going to walk into 2019. Why? Like, remember okay. when we did that episode and said this, this, and this is happening. And I yes. also need to copy and paste um, your answer about sponsorship because the Lord knows uh, sis needs some sponsors. Yes. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> no. <Nah. Yes. laughs> but um, 2019, I feel I feel very hopeful and I feel very positive. Even though you know, along this journey with the podcast, some days are uncertain, some weeks are uncertain. 
But at the end of the day, it's always an accomplishment, whether I've had three listeners or I've had 300 listeners, you know what right. I mean? It's like, as long as you reach that one person that really that's it. to hear it, that's it. Yes, 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 girl, yes. Well, all right, bam. That is pretty much all we had. Did you have anything else that you wanted to leave the listeners with? No, I mean, if you haven't started whatever it is that is on your heart, start it now, sis. That's all I got for you, and I can't wait to see what it is you have for us in 2019. Yes, and bam, let everybody know, um, for my listeners that are new to you, let them know where they can find you, uh, where they can listen and everything. Yes, you can find me on Instagram at Bay Mama Podcast. So it's Bay like Hey Bay. So B A E Mama Podcast on Instagram. You can email me at Bay Mama Pod at gmail dot com. And yeah. All right. And as for me, guys, you can connect with me on Facebook and Instagram. I'm just single black motherhood just the way <laughs> that it's spelled. And then if you have any questions or anything, you want to chat, um, you can email me too at singleblackmotherhood at gmail.com. And that is pretty much it. Thanks you guys for listening to us talk about the end of the year. And like Bam said, if there's something that you've been wanting to do, go ahead and do that thing. Um, like I said earlier, you know, either you're going to do it and it goes the way you planned or it's not. And most of the time it's not, but there are always ways to tweak that thing or do something else. So don't let fear allow you to miss out. All right. Yes. Thank you, girl. All right, y'all. So I, again, hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you thought it was helpful and even like giving you ideas to do your own reflection, let us know leave us a review, rate the podcast, and share it with another single mom friend. It really helps us out when you guys take the time out to share these episodes. If you have any topics that you would like for me to discuss in 2019, or if you would be open to sharing a story that you might have, please send me an email singleblackmotherhood at gmail.com or you can shoot me a dm all right so the podcast will be back on january 3rd with the first episode of 2019 i'm so excited and can't wait to see what 2019 has in store for all of us again i can't say thank you enough and i appreciate you guys so much for all the love and support that you have given me this year in 2018. Take this extra time to go back and listen to some older episodes. Right now, the Back to School series is the most popular and I would recommend that you guys start there. It's a lot of information that's helpful, especially if you have kids in school. I hope you guys have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year 